Hello, everyone. I'm Sierra. And I'm Ashley. And this is your Weekly Weekly Dose Dose of Wicked. Dose of Wicked coming to you from Ashley's couch. Yes, that is true. The podcasting room is not being used. Why is that, Sierra? Um, well, because I had to have emergency surgery. So, um, Ashley said we could just skip this week, but I said no, we must persevere. Not really. I might actually have a case ready, so I feel like a jerk. Actually, what happened was I said I'll just record a case by myself. And she said, no, what if people like that? And then they'll kick me off the podcast. (laughs) Yeah. I said, that's not going to happen. That is true. Um, Yeah, so I know some of you don't like banter, but some of you actually care about our well-being. So on Wednesday night, I went to urgent care thinking I was going to have a quick little urgent care visit, (laughs) which then resulted in emergency surgery on Thursday morning and two nights in the hospital. So. So it was a fun time. It was not at all. No, it was not. And then Ashley said, are you going to tell them what your surgery was? No. <laughs> I'm pulling HIPAA. You're so lame. It was related to my Crohn's disease. They already know I have Crohn's disease. That's all you need to know. <laughs> okay. We won't give the details. No. But anyway, I'm on the mend. I'll be fine. Eventually. <laughs> Eventually, but she has to rest. So she's laying down on the couch and we're holding our microphones without stands. Yeah. And we're probably in an echoey room. Yeah. My living room has very tall ceilings. Yeah. So this audio might be trash. And if it is, I'm sorry. But it is what it is. It was either this or no episode. That's true. So. And you get another Ashley case. So if you hate me, it's time to peace out. (laughs) (laughs) That's literally three this month. You're the only one that's not a single case this month. Yeah. Well, I know because I'm I'm a rock star. I don't know what to tell you. I'm sorry. I'm a piece of trash. (laughs) You're not a piece of trash. Have you really only done what? Is that for real? How many episodes have we had this month? No, I did do one. I did the one on the second. <laughs> yeah. Because this is the third Wednesday. So you did the Patreon and last Wednesday and this Wednesday. So I did yeah. get one out in August. Yeah. But you're still being a rock star. I know. It's okay. I appreciate it. And you might hear me next week too. We're not sure. My hand is starting to cramp already. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It might be a horrible disaster, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I think I was just holding my mic too tight because I was trying so hard not to move it. Yeah. If we have to adjust, we have to adjust. It is what it is. Right. And if we move and you hear it, then we're really sorry. If you need to pause recording, you let me know. Uh, I should be okay. But I might not be as energetic as I normally am. I think they will forgive you. So I actually earlier was like telling Allison how you're going to do a case. And I was like, I mean, I appreciate that I don't have to like research a case and like finish it up. Because like I have a couple I'm working on. So I was like, I mean, I could probably finish one. I mean, I I thought I had time. (laughs) Honestly, like... I thought I had all weekend, so I wasn't worried about it. Yeah. Um, and then the hospital had no internet, so I couldn't really research it there because the internet was trash. Honestly, also, the hospital was just not a fun experience. <laughs> had to listen to TV on that stupid little remote. They changed my diet halfway through. Wouldn't let me have lettuce, tomato, or french fries. It's <laughs> they don't let you eat anything. <laughs> Ashley told me I was dramatic. Apparently, I am, though. <laughs> you are dramatic. It's a well-known fact I went to go order my lunch, and they changed my diet. And so I wanted a grilled chicken sandwich with lettuce and tomato and mayonnaise. And they were like, oh, you can't have lettuce or tomato. And I was like, okay, I'll just have mayonnaise then. And they're like, okay. And I was like, and a side of fries. And they were like, ooh, you can't have fries. And I was like, okay, I'm going to need to call you back. 
And so I like hung up with the nurse or not the nurse. I hung up with the meal place and I called my nurse and the I was room like, service. yeah, the room service. That's what they said. They were cute though with that. <laughs> they were like room service. What can we get you? Like, oh, luxury. <laughs> um, yeah. And then I was like, I need to speak to my nurse right now. I need to know who changed my diet. I'm trying to order lunch and they won't let me order anything. And Ashley was like, you're so dramatic. You could have ordered other stuff. No, I wanted a grilled chicken sandwich with lettuce and tomato and fries. And I feel like I was allowed that. I mean, I agree, but they did not. They did not agree. And they changed my diet halfway through, which was bullshit. Prior to that, I was eating anything I wanted. Anyway. We don't need to get you fired up again. I know. It did get me fired up, though. I don't even remember where I was going with that, though. You did not have a pleasant time. Oh, no, I didn't have a pleasant time. But I don't remember why I was saying that. I think you were just going through the things that were not pleasant. You didn't have a computer at, for the oh, first day. Oh, that's what started it. Yes. Okay. No, that was... I just went on an ADHD tangent. Okay. What I was trying to say is... I was telling Allison earlier that I was like, Ashley's going to record an episode tonight. So I don't have to finish my research. Which I didn't do because I thought I had more time. And I was like, but honestly... I, like, I'm so entertaining. It's almost more exhausting for me to listen and react <laughs> than for me to research. <laughs> I was like, well, I, mean, I was just saying, like... I'm so entertaining. <laughs> no, I just was saying that, like, me being a ball of sunshine and, like, what? Oh, my God. Like, those, you know, the reactions take energy. <laughs> Reading my research, you know. I mean, obviously, researching takes energy and, like, it's time consuming. But I was like, honestly, it might be more exhausting for me to react. Well, you could just read this case and I could react. No. We've already done that before. Been there, done that. It didn't go well. It didn't go well. Okay. Because well. I was still shocked. Because <laughs> I had no idea what was going so on. So then you just had to play both parts. <laughs> yes. Yes. But no, I was just like, yeah, I was like, I don't know, maybe more exhausting. And she was like, oh, you're, you're just too much. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I agree. You are too much. It might be more exhausting, though. I was like, I mean, obviously it'll be tiring to research, but might have a harder time reacting. Well, this one. I'll um, try not to fall asleep. Yeah, please don't. <laughs> I haven't fallen asleep on you yet. I did fall asleep on Allison, though, on the phone. Yeah, no, you haven't fallen asleep on me. In person, I think it's differently, but I might. I am pretty tired. Yeah, well, we'll make this quick. You want me to jump right. in? Without further ado, let's get into it. Um, if you feel bad for us, then you should go to www.patreon.com forward slash weekly dose of wicked, where you can join the Patreon, starting at just $3. Now's the time, buddy, because that medical bills are coming, so... <laughs> Let's monetize this podcast, boys and girls. It's going to be expensive. It's going to be... We're taking bets. If you want to place a bet. <laughs> well, you won't tell me what you had done. It doesn't matter. The surgery averages between five to $8,000, it says. So two nights in the hospital, five to $8,000 surgery. Had to go under anesthesia. I was in the emergency room and the urgent care. So if you want to place a bet, there's no prize but bragging rights. And around-the-clock antibiotics. Around-the-clock antibiotics for three days iv every 12 hours around the clock steroids in my iv uh at one point they had me on six antibiotics yeah, so a lot of money so if you guys want to place bets shoot us an email at weekly dose of wicked at gmail.com <laughs> head on over to instagram twitter oh x. x head on over to x head on over to instagram head on over to facebook that sounds like dirty head on over to x <laughs> i know it does it does i like it yeah follow us on the things Send us the emails, join leave the us Patreon. ratings and reviews, join the Patreon, do all the things. You know what to do. It's not day one. So, without further ado, jump into the case. Let's okay. do it. I'm ready. Thank you. So, this case just for you on September 20th. Oh my God, that's my birthday! <laughs> well, this was a bad day. Okay. September 20th, 2009, around 8 p.m. That wasn't a bad day. That was my 17th birthday. <laughs> okay, well, it was a bad day in Inglewood, California. Okay. Right outside of Los Angeles. Okay. For someone who's bad at math, I knew exactly how old it was on that day. 
Yeah, that was pretty impressive, actually. I know. Why was that so important for you? I just knew that was my birthday. I just knew that was my 17th birthday. Huh. I just very quickly did that math. Yeah. It really wasn't that important. I don't even think I did anything on that birthday. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember your 17th birthday. Me neither. I barely remember my 17th birthday. Me neither. All right, moving on. Nobody cares about my 17th birthday. Mm, I just no. knew that because I graduated in 2010, which means that was my 18th birthday, which means I was 17 2009. Okay. Okay, go ahead. Moving on. Anyways. Los Angeles, California? Inglewood. Oh. Outside of Los Angeles. Okay. A 911 call comes in from someone who had witnessed a shooting. They report that a young man in a green Camaro had pulled up outside of a house in a residential neighborhood, and shortly after, a dark-colored sedan pulled up next to him. In the second car was two or three people they weren't sure. The first car rolled down their window. They exchanged some words, but the witness was too far away to hear anything. Then all they heard was a multitude of gunshots, and the second car sped away. The police arrived to the scene to find Kevin Harris deceased, with the only evidence being a multitude of shell casings surrounding his car and even inside of his car because the shooter was so close. He was shot somewhere between 10 to 20 times. They processed the car and found nothing but some casings, his laptop, and his cell phone inside the car, but nothing really helped the case. They checked for nearby security cameras. There were two homes that had security cameras outside of them, but neither of them caught the crime. It was determined that two different guns were used so that would so that would back up the um, witness sighting of multiple people in the car they canvassed the area but they only had one witness to actually see anything but um, quite a few witnesses had heard the gunfire and sped off so kevin robert harris ii was a 21 year old only child of kevin harris senior and Catherine cherish he was described as reserved kind handsome and talented he was an avid basketball player and loved music he was working towards his dream of becoming a music producer and had actually just sold one of his songs to Ice Cube. Ooh. I know, right? What song? I couldn't find it. Okay. One of the things said Bonja, but I looked up that and I could not find a song named that. But I also don't listen to rap music. What was his name? He should get write, written credit on the song. You should be able to just pull up Ice Cube songs and find him that way. Kevin Harris. His stage name was Track Bully, if that helps. Kevin what? Harris the second. I mean, I tried to Google Kevin Harris the second Ice Cube. I got Calvin Harris. No, Kevin. Hmm. Okay. I mean, I guess it probably doesn't really matter. No, I did want to know, but I couldn't find it. I'm not finding it either. So. And it was irritating me. So. I should have done better research. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, so his stage name was Track Bully. Urbania. Maybe. It says, 48 hours, FBI offers $25,000 reward for hip-hop star. Harris produced the song Urbania on rapper Ice Cube's album, I Am The West, which was released in 2010. Listen to Ice Cube's Urbania, whatever. So maybe? Yeah, probably. It says he produced Urbania. Yeah, that's probably it. Bonja, Urbania, same thing. Hakuna Matata. Bonja? No. <laughs> Actually, Urbania. Bonja and Urbania are not the same. I mean, they're close. We'll agree to disagree on that. Whatever. Is the song good or are you listening to it? Okay. It's an interesting song. Um, if you would like to listen to Urbania by Ice Cube, head on over to uh, YouTube and pull that up because uh, I'm not trying to get a copyright and right, warnings yeah. on our no, podcast. So we listen to a little snippet. Now you go take a pause and go take a listen if you'd like. Or don't. Whatever floats your boat. <laughs> now back to what Ashley said. Hakuna Matata does not mean same difference. 
I was just making fun of your husband. I know. My husband says it all the time. He's like, Hakuna Matata, same difference. And I was like, no. Literally today, I said, no. Hakuna Matata does not mean same difference. Hakuna Matata means no worries for the rest of your days. It's a problem-free philosophy. And he didn't think it was funny. No. Never finds you funny. No. It makes me think of that Taylor Swift song. Yeah. Do you know immediately which one I'm talking about? Yes. Of oh, course. Okay. I don't know. Anyway. He also had some big names interested in him. Like Rihanna, Snoop Dogg, and Britney Spears. I saw that when I was Googling just now. That Rihanna and Britney were interested. I didn't see mm-hmm. Snoop Dogg, but I saw that It's Britney Bitch was interested. <laughs> it's Britney Bitch. <laughs> um, but things were really just starting to take off for Kevin. He was starting out his music career. P- pretty popping, I think. Baller. Shot collar. 20-inch rims. on the Impala. So pretty immediately word spread that um, about the shooting and his parents showed up at the hospital. And they were informed there that their son had not survived the shooting. So, from what I see, I don't think the police called them. I think that they found out from, like, word around the street. And they just, like, showed up at the hospital. Like, before they ever had a chance to call them. So, that's pretty insane to me. Yeah. Um, they were not allowed to see his body because it was evidence. The police started the case by creating a timeline of Kevin's day. His parents say it was a pretty normal day. Nothing out of the ordinary. His mom said that there was a little bit of a weird conversation. She remembers that that day she was talking with Kevin and he hugged her pretty tight and kind of held it for a long time and then said, everything's just happening so fast. I feel like something's going to happen. And his mom said, hey, don't think like that. And she said that was the last conversation that they had that day. So a little bit of a premonition there. A little bit. Not a fan of those? No. So Makes me think of the movie Premonition. It would, naturally. I hate that movie. I don't know that I've ever seen it. Um, it's creepy. Oh, it sounds Maybe. creepy. I think that's the name of the movie. It's like a lady who like has a premonition that her husband's gonna die, but she's like living the week in the wrong order. Oh. She like lives the week out of order. It's weird as fuck. You know what it makes me think of? Hmm. Um, what are those movies? The one with the truck. Um, Final Destination. Yeah. Like they see how they're all gonna die. Mm-hmm. Because they have a premonition. Yeah. Well, Final Destination, it's because they cheated death. Well, yeah. I mean, if they wanted to cheat to death in the first place. Well, I know. I'm just saying that's what it makes me think of. But yes, the movie Premonition. I think it's Sandra Bullock in it. I don't know. I don't do scary movies at all. It's not scary. I don't do it's just like creepy movie at all. Yeah. It's not scary, though. She's like lives a week out of order. So, like, she knows something bad's going to happen. Like, she knows that her husband is going to die. So, spoiler alert, if you haven't watched Premonition, <laughs> like, her husband dies in the beginning of the movie. But, like, right. she knows he's going to die. But then, like, the whole week is out of order. So, like, I don't, it's weird. I don't know. Hmm. Doesn't sound like a movie for me. Yeah. Does it have Sandra Bullock in it, though, or did I lie? Mm-hmm. We lied. I'm actually pretty good at remembering those things, so I don't think so. I think it's probably correct. I know. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Look up the movie. <laughs> Computer's okay. being slow. I don't have the energy or the want okay. to wait for it to load. Okay, back to this. So, at some point during the day, he went to a local football game, and then he has dinner at his aunt's house, who serves him his favorite barbecue. And after that, he heads to the house, which had a recording studio in the garage, and he had to work on some things, and that's when that car pulled up next to him and ended his life. So initially, the police believe that this is gang violence, as there's a heavy prevalence of gang activity in Inglewood. In fact, most of the drive-by shootings there are caused from gangs. But typically, um, with gang shootings, there's only a few shots, and not as many as there was with Kevin. 
and from speaking to his friends and family, that seems really unlikely that he would have any involvement in gangs. They interviewed between 50 people. <laughs> they interviewed between 50 people. I don't know why I put between there, but anyways, over 50 people, I think is what I meant to say. They knew him well, and they all agreed, no way, he would not have been tied to any sort of gangs. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I find it interesting because, you know, like earlier, I was like, man, I sure did miss a lot while I was in the hospital. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and I was like, when did California get so crazy and violent? And you all yeah. were like, California's always been crazy and violent. <laughs> and I was like, I don't feel like it was this bad before I went in the hospital. I missed <laughs> Hawaii being on fire. Now California's crazy. And this is from 2009. Yeah. <laughs> it's like California is riddled with crime. <laughs> yeah. Well, Inglewood, it's right outside of LA. I just think it's funny because I literally just said that. I mean, <laughs> what, two hours ago? Yeah. I think it's like the same. Everywhere has, like, bigger cities typically have more crime. Yeah, this is true. I think we hit on California last week too. Not so. the week that we. Uh, no, it was our um, bonus episode. Oh, okay. So if you're not on the Patreon, you didn't know that. No. Spoiler alert! If you're not on the Patreon, we hit on California last <laughs> week. I don't know that we hated on it. I don't think we did. I think I, I talked just... about how I don't know geography. No, I think we said something offensive. Oh well, that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> I don't know. And I apologized. Yeah, well, we apologize. I'm not hating on it right now. I'm just saying all cities, all big cities, not just California. No, I agree. I feel like we were talking about the California being like dangerous too. Probably. Yeah. Well, probably. It might not even be California. It's probably just another city. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know either. But everybody that they talked to um, said about how great of a person Kevin was, and how there was no no way he had a connection to gangs, and no enemies that they knew of. Another theory that the police had was maybe mistaken identity. A known mem- a, a known member of the Crips gang also drove a green Camaro. Mm. And the area where the recording studio was was known to be Crips territory. Okay. So they think maybe a member of the Bloods had mistaken Kevin for the Crips member and they Possibly. killed him. But they did interview the member of the Crips gang. And the rival gang. Mm-hmm. And they ruled out this possibility. Okay. So, from Kevin's window being down and talking to the suspect and the fact that they pulled up at the exact same time Kevin did, they believe that Kevin knew his shooters and maybe had even, like, invited them there. So, the next theory was that maybe his shooter was related to his music career. Maybe somebody was jealous of his success. Maybe they were threatening him. Maybe uh, apparently a big thing in like rapping industry is like disrespect when you disrespect people sometimes you get killed over that this is and true he was young he was 21 a lot of his friends and parents a lot of his parents his two parents and a lot of his friends say that um he was very naive and very like sweet and kind mm-hmm. so maybe he actually said something to make him mad and he didn't realize how big of a deal it was yeah it's quite possible you know, it's pretty well-known fact that the rap world can get kind of dangerous. So his mom also told of that day with him thinking something bad was going to happen. And then his dad told of a conversation a few weeks prior where Kevin had asked his dad if he thought that he should get bulletproof windows in his car. So he felt unsafe. Yes. Interesting. And his dad was like... Um, well, this is weird, concerning. Why is everything okay? And Kevin was like, yeah, no, I'm fine. Everything, I'm not in trouble. It was just a thought. He's like, hmm, someone messing with you? And he's like, no, no, I'm good, I'm good. He's like, okay. Um, a tweet from his Twitter account, which is now X, a little under two months prior, said, 
got to get it in till the end. You never know when you're going to go. Okay. I feel like as long as we talk about X, people probably think we're spying by them. We're not. Elon Musk hates us. <laughs> we don't know that. I don't know that. He might think we're really cool girls. He might listen he to might. the podcast. <laughs> he might listen while he's training for his fight with Mark Zuckerberg. Oh, is he fighting Mark Zuckerberg? <laughs> I'm the one that's been in the hospital. How have you missed this? I've also been in the hospital in case you forgot. No, him and Mark Zuckerberg have been fighting for months. They're going to have a cage fight. Like a UFC cage fight. Did you not see it? It was no. on the news today. I was watching it with dad. Like, serious? I can't decide. <laughs> I don't know how you've missed this. Because I don't watch the news. And I've also, in case you forgot, been in the hospital with you all today, weekend. Okay, we're taking care of your kids. This has been going on for months. It's yeah. not a today thing. But I did see today that they exchanged some text messages where pretty much Mark Zuckerberg was like, listen, dude, like, if we're going to do this, like, let's do it. And then Elon Musk was like, oh, I'm ready. Let's do it at your octagon. And um, he said, I haven't done much training but I'm like certain that I will win unless you're like a modern day Bruce Lee or something <laughs> because he talks about his size. And then like somebody offended him because they said he was like 240 pounds. And he's like, I'm over 300 pounds. Like he was very <laughs> offended that they thought he was smaller than he was. It's been going on for a long time. Our church did a, it was mentioned in the church sermon like a month ago. Oh no, I had about no how idea. Mark Zuckerberg and Elon Musk were fighting in a cage match. I had no idea. And now they've cut the UFC out of it or MMA. They're just going to do it on their own. Oh, okay. Uh, it's been a whole thing. I don't know how you missed it. It's been going on for it's months. It's funny. I can't decide if it's for real or not, though. I mean, it probably is. I mean, it's been months, though. Like, if you're going to fight, do it already. Yeah. I No, I knew nothing about this. Yeah. Hmm, maybe I should It had nothing it. to do with anything. I don't know why I even brought that up. Oh, because I said Twitter. Oh, it's because... You know what? It's because I'm on so much medication. My brain's, like, fucking fried. <laughs> I really can't even keep track of anything. <laughs> no, you really can't. That's I'm why really sorry. I made you put those labels in your medicine i know it was a good idea this and morning I, I dreamt that i took my medicine oh, that's and good. i didn't take it on time i missed it by like half hour yeah but it's okay yeah it was a good idea because i'm i didn't realize until just now how fried my brain is yeah like i can't even keep track of anything well, you're talking about i knew your brain was fried <laughs> well maybe i'll retell you this case in private in a couple weeks okay <laughs> i just feel like i'm going on way more adhd tangents than normal yeah you are i'm, I'm really having to rein you in I know. I'm so sorry, guys. <laughs> okay, so back to the case. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, his parents also recall that numerous times he would, like, come inside and look over his shoulder like someone was following him. But anytime they asked him about it, he said he was fine. Everything was okay. His friends told the police that about two weeks earlier, Kevin told him that he was getting blamed for something and that he didn't do, and he was scared of what was going to happen. When his friend questioned him, he was like, never mind. You don't want to know. Don't worry about it. So, maybe that's what's caused it, whatever he was um, being blamed of. I just can't deal with your facial expressions and how you're like, maybe that's what happened. I think you know what happened. I no, mean, it's, it's unsolved. unsolved. What the fuck? <laughs> I thought I said that at the beginning. I'm sorry. You probably did. No, I don't think I did. Okay. But I think I told you prior. So, I found this case when I was looking for my last case, which was also unsolved. Yes, and you were going to do them together. Yeah, but then we decided not to. Right. So, yeah, I thought it was kind of, like... It was interesting, yeah. It was inter interesting. It was two unsolved cases, and they were both 21 years old. Yeah. So I do yeah. recall that now that you say that, but I didn't yeah. remember that before we started. Okay, so this is just a waste of my time. It's unsolved. Got you. It's not a waste of time. I didn't mean it that way. I'm sorry. That was a horrible thing to say. <laughs> that we'll was really that. inconsiderate. <laughs> it's just annoying. Um, I agree. It is annoying. It's not a waste of time. No. 
but I'm like waiting very patiently for like the Why? answers and you're not giving me any so and I'm not going to so but despite questioning all of his relationships the police couldn't find out what he was being blamed for or what he was scared of um, two weeks after his murder, a letter came to his parents' house from a military recruiter that was a follow-up from their meeting. So the police believed that maybe he was trying to get out and run from whatever it was that was scaring him. That's why he was going to join the military. weird, but okay. Sell a song to Ice Cube, join the military. I mean, maybe he sold a song to Ice Cube and he was getting in over his head and he was like, whoa, this is not what I thought it would be. Has Ice Cube spoken out about this? I couldn't find anything that Ice Cube has now. Huh. Okay. Um, but they really couldn't pinpoint a single incident that was dangerous or indicated that he had any enemies. And there was only one witness. No physical evidence. No suspects. The case quickly went cold. His parents, friends, and community were very persistent to not let the case die. They knew they needed it to be in the public's eye to keep it going. In the years to come, the FBI got involved. Um, witnesses were re-interviewed. Evidence re-inspected. Because of new technology advancements, they were able to look through his phone records and read text messages that they previously couldn't. Oh, okay. So that allowed them to interview people that Kevin actually talked to that night. Okay. And they found that Kevin was supposed to meet somebody at 8 o'clock. What year was this that they discovered that? Um, 2015, okay. I believe. I believe 2015. Okay. I didn't write it in here, but I'm 98% positive. So they found that he was supposed to meet someone that night at 8 p.m. And he was the only person other than the family that knew that Kevin was going to the studio. It was very uncommon that he recorded on Sundays. So it wouldn't have been like his normal activity. Right. That why it could also have been mistaken identity because that was someone else. Right. Well, so the person that owned the studio said that like Sunday was like his day off. He didn't really let people record on Sundays. But oh. he did like Kevin because he really liked him. Okay. So the person who was supposed to meet him was Desmond Carter. He was a friend of Kevin's, and he denied any involvement. He says that Kevin was one of his best friends, and he would never hurt him. Desmond was arrested for the murder of Kevin Harris in 2017, but he was not charged, and he was eventually released due to lack of evidence. He still remains a suspect, and the police believe they are very close to solving the case, but they just need one smoking gun to finish it. That's all. Okay, Desmond is the name of the guy from Hacksaw Ridge. <laughs> okay. That I was telling about yesterday, Desmond Doss. Uh, the case had a lot of media coverage because of his music career and his family's persistence. There were billboards put up to bring attention to the cold case and a $50,000 reward offered for information that led to an arrest. Um, but there's been nothing on the case since 2017 with that arrest of Desmond and his release. And um, yeah, so as always with cold cases, someone knows something. Someone knows what happened that night, and if you have information on Kevin's murder, please contact the FBI at 310-477-6565. Went straight to the FBI. Yeah. Not even local government. That's crazy. Yeah. Hmm. So, apparently, the FBI only actually got involved as, like, a favor to the local cops. Yeah? What kind of they weren't, how, like, What do you do to get the FBI to owe you a favor? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea, but, um... That's what I need to know. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah, so, like, it started out initially as only, like, the local cops. And right. then when it got reopened, it got reopened by the FBI as a favor. Hmm. Pretty crazy. I always wonder what, like, the courtesy... Not the courtesy. I don't know the word I'm looking for. My brain's goo. What is the qualifications for the FBI to take on a case? I don't know. Because, like, they took on Heidi Allen. 
I think it's just like if um like in this case so uh let me let me get, let me get up here to my sources mm, no so there isn't a lot of podcasts who have covered this case which I thought was really weird because it said like there was a lot of media coverage uh, but one of them was called like the stories of the unsolved or something like that anyways and it was an interview with the FBI agent. And he said that pretty much, like, any time, like, there's small cities that don't have a lot of resources, mm-hmm. the FBI can step in. Okay. Because they can give them the source, the, not the sources. The resources. The they resources yeah, that, that they sense. don't have. Like, okay. helicopters and right. DNA testing and, like, all right. of the things that small little right. places that makes don't sense. have. Okay. I just wondered if there's, like, specific criteria you needed for the FBI to get involved. But that makes sense. Small towns. I think small towns, they just have to ask. Yeah. Which a lot of them don't do. But, like, this police force did ask the FBI to help them. And so they came in. Okay. But, I mean, I'm not 100% positive of that. But that's just kind of what I got from that interview with that detective. Right. Okay. So, that's really it. Unfortunately, I don't know that we'll ever find out what happened, though. No, probably not. Because, like you said, the rap world is kind of got a sketchy... But a lot of the times, you know, like, those places, they don't have the best relationships with the police. So, they're not gonna... Right. Go talk to them. Right. Hmm. But, I mean, the way, the way that guy talked, they did interview a lot of people, which I was pretty surprised with. Right. That that many people actually did talk. Yeah, well, can't say I enjoyed that. I mean, me either, but it was kind of interesting. I appreciated you putting forth the effort to put out another episode. You're a rock star. You're welcome. Feels good not to carry the weight of the podcast. <laughs> I offered to edit it too, but Sierra said no, she's going to edit it, so. We'll I mean, see. I said. <clears throat> what is wrong with you? My throat is like congested and mucusy, probably because I'm getting pneumonia. Do you want some cough drops? No. I just needed to clear my throat. Let okay. me clear my throat. <laughs> um. Anyway, I said I'll try to edit it. We'll see how far I get. I mean, I don't know if I'll finish it. I don't know how far I'll get, but I'm just a much faster editor than you. That's true. So even if I only get, I mean, even if I don't finish it, it will take me less time than if you just did the whole thing yourself. Yeah, that's true. So it is what it is. I'll do what I can do. And if tomorrow I am not getting anywhere, then I'll email it to you and you can finish it. So just be okay. on standby. Okay. And we'll see. I mean, I can't guarantee I'll edit it because I literally fall asleep having phone conversations. So I know. <laughs> I can't guarantee you that I will. That's why I said we'll um, just record it on my computer and I'll edit it. But you said no and you plugged your computer. Well, because I don't want to make you do everything. We've well, done enough I this week. Mind. You've had a long week. so I have, but I walked to the ends of the earth for you. Thank you. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank you for always picking your husband over me. <laughs> just joking you said that wrong oh picking you over my <laughs> that's husband. what i meant my brain's fried you were always <laughs> picking me over your husband that's what i meant yeah it's a joke though i was just joking i understood the joke i know they will not they will not that's okay it's fine all right well guys uh we'll catch you next week uh well before that we're gonna have a patreon hopefully yeah hopefully if not maybe you'll hear me again we're going to have a Patreon episode coming out this week. Not this week, next week. We're going to have a Patreon episode coming out next week. Followed by another regular Wednesday episode. 
hopefully, I mean, I think I can do them. Yeah, maybe. Well, I'll get one ready just in case. We'll see. I mean, it won't hurt for you to get one ready to be safe, but I think I can do them. Um, I already have a couple wor- in the works, so I mean, I think I can do something. We'll see. I mean, I have a case done. Uh-huh. But when I got to the end of it, I realized that it was a whole rabbit hole of shit that I was not prepared to go down. Okay. I did not have the time to go down it. Okay. So the, what I did was just like the bare surface. Okay. But then there's actually like a whole rabbit hole that I, it would take me um, a year to go down, I think. Right. And so I was like, so go around to this. Yeah. I kind of get like that too sometimes though. It's still like that other one I was doing, that Samantha one. I did the one Samantha, but I had another Samantha I was doing. And that one was like a whole, I was like, yeah, this is just like a shit show. Yeah. I wasn't ready for all that tea. Yeah. I understand. A lot of drama. So. I understand. (laughs) But I'll do my best for a Patreon episode because the Patreon episode will come out literally Monday. So, I mean, like this episode airs on the 16th and the Patreon will come out on the 21st. Right. So, I'll do my best for Patreon. Kind of regular. Whatever. We'll see what happens. But um, if for some reason we get a little behind, I'm sorry. But yeah, just bear with us. It's my fault. And send Sierra whatever you do. Thoughts, prayers, love, happy thoughts. I don't yeah. know. Whatever. Whatever you believe in, send them Sierra's way. Yeah. So, but. Recovering with three small children is going to be rough. Yes, this is true. And then also apparently I've got to go in once a week to get checked out to make sure that I'm good. So that's going to be a lot of fucking fun. Yeah. Once a week for the next four to six weeks. An hour away from your house. And then they said, I might have to have another surgery. Yeah, I hope not. In four to six weeks. So. In four to six weeks, you might have to have another surgery? Yeah. Like the same thing? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, because essentially. You don't have to tell them. It's okay. I really don't know why I even care that much. It's really not that big of a fucking deal. I had a butt problem. It's really not that big of a deal. I have Crohn's <laughs> disease. I mean, it's not like I'm taking it in the butt. Um, and if I did, whatever. I shouldn't have said that. Some people <laughs> might like it in the butt. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying. I had a butt problem. So whatever. I mean, obviously, when you're messing with, like, the digestive tract and that kind of stuff, like, you're susceptible to infection. So essentially, they said that I would more than likely have to have another surgery because they did the best option for me given my Crohn's. But that was not the best option to get rid of the infection. Right. Because they wanted to make sure to minimize scar tissue. So essentially, they said more than likely the first one wasn't going to completely get rid of the infection. They were going to have to do the same procedure again. Oh, that's not good. Yeah. They said it could take up to four times. What? Yes. That's what the thing said. That's why I was like really upset about whenever I was like, I need another surgery. Because I didn't actually realize that at first. But it makes sense now that I'm a little more coherent. Right. Yeah. But I like, didn't know that you were, that's what you were upset about. I thought you were just upset that you didn't have your pain medicine. So I just went and took care of that. Well, yeah. I was upset about that too. Because that was another thing too. Like I had my pain medicine at Walgreens. So it would take five hours to be ready. So I called them and demanded it be ready right now. And she <laughs> said, yes, ma'am. Yeah. But no. Yeah, and then so. I felt bad. I apologized. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if you're the one that I talked to on the phone. But I was really rude to you earlier. So well, if I mean, you were, I'm stupid. sorry. I mean, we dropped it off at freaking three yeah i mean i agree it was stupid but i shouldn't have been mean to her and then i was like ready for bed and i was in so much pain i couldn't go to sleep and then they said it would be five hours but yeah essentially that whatever it's fine i mean it's it is what it is but it's gonna be recovery so i don't know we might be off our game for yeah we'll see we'll try our best to a little while keep on track but i mean i might be screwing us up i told i thought i told you that and then i called the gastroenterologist and they were like oh yeah we can get you in september 19th that's a whole month away 
You're supposed to go in in two weeks. I was weeks. supposed to go in in two weeks. Like, that's a whole month. Yeah, crazy. But it'll work out. It'll be fine. Everything will be fine. It's just going to be a pain in the butt, literally. <laughs> so, whatever. It's really not that big of a deal. I was super embarrassed, like, when I first had the issue, but so many people have looked at my butt now. It's like, whatever. I don't even care. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. Well, you won't let me look at your butt, so. You could look at my butt. You didn't ask. <laughs> I told my no, children they couldn't look at my butt because that was weird, but. I mean, no, at first I was, like, super embarrassed because I was like, oh, my God, this is so embarrassing. But it's like childbirth. Yeah. The first few times then they do those exams, they're uncomfortable, and then you're like, well, whatever. Yeah, kind of. But it is what it is, man. You know what? I've got Crohn's, and it's disgusting. And pretty much any time anything gross happens or anything happens at all, it's disgusting. So Yeah, pretty much. It is what it is. That's what happens when your entire digestive tract eats itself. Yeah, true. Which is essentially what occurs. So whatever it is, what it is. But anyway, if you've hang on, held on this long, then there you go. Spoiler alert. <laughs> it's not a spoiler alert. <laughs> I gave them answers because you gave us none. There you go. But anyway, all right. Well, we'll catch you next week. All right. Bye. Bye. Hey everyone! If you like what you heard and you want to support a small podcast, please give us money at www.patreon.com forward slash weekly dose of wicked where you can join one of our four amazing tiers starting at just a measly three dollars a month that's literally 10 cents a day you can join the slightly wicked after that we've got the moderately wicked for just five dollars a month followed by the awesomely wicked for seven dollars a month and for those high rollers big ballers we have the extraordinarily good so head on over check it out if you like what you see join it up if subscriptions aren't your jam head on over to www.buymeacoffee.com forward slash w-d-o-w where you can give us a one-time donation to buy us a coffee or you know like podcasting equipment which would probably be a better use of our money feel free to give us a follow on instagram at weekly underscore dose underscore of underscore wicked or you can just search weekly dose of wicked and we'll pop up because we're the only ones or you can give us a like on facebook at facebook.com slash weekly dose of wicked or you know what you could just do both because that would be better for us for a direct feed of our podcast please go to www.weeklydoseofwicked.buzzsprout.com great news guys we've made it big time and you can now listen to us anywhere you listen to podcasts yep yep even pandora they finally let us in make sure to come back next wednesday for your weekly, weekly dose, dose of wicked, wicked. but um psh. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. 
Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com 